Hey, DJs, it is Monday, May 1st. Uh, get prepared for a slew of stupid Justin Timberlake memes as we break down what happened in the NHL and NBA first rounds. Then we're going to make some sports betting picks. Not a lot. You know, fair, fair warning there. Not a lot to bet on today. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, how's it going, man? I'll tell you how it's going. As bad as the, the hockey and everything that happened over the weekend, it's May. Right, we've turned the page. It's May. I am right here in South Bend, Indiana, a home of my fighting Irish. And it's fucking snowing, Max. It's goddamn snow coming down. I'm not happy about this at all. I, I, I don't even understand. I mean, we had a lot of rain this weekend, but it's perpetually stayed warm in the area. I walked outside today. It was a nice breeze. It's, it's about like 60-something degrees today. Um, uh, snow. That's crazy. Um Speaking of the Fighting Irish, uh, you you are a Raiders fan, correct? Uh, yes, we got our got our Darren Waller replacement. There you go, former uh, Notre Dameer Michael Mayer. He's a uh, he's now a Raider. Uh, he is a Raider. Uh, one of those uh, guys that we thought were going in the first round slipped to the second round. A very interesting draft as the entire weekend wrapped up. I think it all centered around that first and second round. And particularly, well, I don't even know. If Levis will see any playing time this year, but some guy, uh, I, we knew something was up with Detroit when they drafted that running back. They couldn't get Swift out of there fast enough, so I'm not sure what DeAndre's no longer a lion. The Eagles loaded them up, Max. Uh, making another run for that Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm not, not happy. Not happy at all. The, the fucking other GMs just let the, the Eagles just, just take that fucking NFL draft and then traded them DeAndre Swift and just, yeah, Seventh great. rounder? A seventh great. round? What the fuck yeah. with that? Fantastic, fantastic! Yeah, just let, let, let's just the Eagles get richer. Um, yeah, uh, listen, I'd like to say the Rams got their quarterback of the future, but I think the quarterback they drafted is only like a you know a year or two younger than uh, Matt Stafford. <laughs> oh well, I I don't know if he say he's got experience or whatever, but uh, he he might turn thirty about the same time as my daughter. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, the the big stories I guess are the first rounds of the playoffs almost over. <laughs> <laughs> Almost over. We still got one game seven tonight in the NHL that will determine the first round. But pretty much, you know, these these first rounds are over. We'll, we'll cover the NHL first because the shocker of all shockers. I, I would like to say that you know uh, we did an episode saying who's going to beat who could who could beat the Bruins who could knock out the Bruins and we couldn't think of anyone. That episode hasn't aged well, Panther, because someone knocked out the Bruins. Oh uh, yeah, it's um. You know, that, that age-old who day, who day, going to think they're going to beat them Bengals. They got three of those games in Boston, including Game 7. I, I believe nobody, so. yeah. nobody could have seen this coming. I mean, Florida, remember just a few months ago, I was kind of shitting on Florida, saying they weren't that good. I don't like them. I was batting against them. And, my God, now they upset the Boston Bruins. They get three of them in Boston. I, the one thing this probably does for the entire, you know, Eastern Conference is it leaves it wide open. Now, anybody, it's anybody's conference because with Boston out of the way, I could see any of these teams winning the East. 
Yeah, even even the winner of tonight's game seven uh, has a chance to to win the East. Now uh, you're looking at uh, T- Toronto, and they exercised some demons in the first round. They they got out of the first round. Uh, you, you have Carolina, you have Florida, and then the winner of the Devils Rangers. So yeah, absolutely, I think it's wide open in the East, and I, I venture to say it's wide open in the West as well. Uh, you know, the the defending champs out. The Seattle Kraken knocked them out last night. So you're looking at West, and it's like, all right, well. Dallas, maybe <laughs> Vegas. I mean, there is no prohibitive favorite anymore. It to me, I'm going to pull up the odds. I'm going to pull up the odds in a second. To me, though, whew, I mean, who who do you, who do you put bottom of the barrel here? The Kraken? Well, the Kraken proved that they can you know they can absolutely go on the road and win. We know that. In fact, that's where they like to win most. So them being a lower seed fucking benefits them. <laughs> Yeah, I think Seattle's a, a real wild card here because, you know, they're only in the second year of an existence. They kind of tried to duplicate what Vegas did when they came in as an expansion team. And, you know, they didn't do what Vegas did year one, but here they are in year two going into the second round. And to call them an underdog really is a disservice because they've actually been a very good team all season long. I guess in the West, Vegas is going to be the favorite. Um, but in the East... You know, like we said, I, I don't know if I could pick a team in the East. This is going to be kind of watchable with Colorado and Boston both eliminated. It, it really is a probably just go through there and take the biggest long shots because they have as good a shot as anybody at winning this tournament now. All right, here are your odds. Prohibitive favorite, plus 375, the Toronto Maple Leafs to win the Stanley Cup. Edmonton Oilers after that, plus 400. Dallas Stars, plus 600. Vegas Golden Knights plus 650. Carolina Hurricanes plus 700. Then it drops. Florida Panthers plus 1,000. New Jersey Devils plus 1,200. New York Rangers plus 1,300. And then the Seattle Kraken plus 1,600. Place, place your Seattle Kraken bets right now. As Seattle and New Jersey, both of these teams have been uh, very successful on the road. They just got to win, you know, like one at, at home, and they might be able to – God, could you imagine if it was New Jersey versus Seattle? It'd be amazing. Amazing. I. Uh, I guess Seattle would win because I think the Devils had the better record. So the the Seattle would have uh, more of the – it would be a seven-game series. And, of course, the Seattle Kraken would win game seven uh, on the road in New Jersey. That's exactly what would happen. Uh, looking at some some changes in these Stanley Cup opening odds, right? Uh, you had the Toronto Maple Leafs plus 900 down to plus 375. That's the biggest drop-off. Uh, Edmonton was plus 1,000 down to plus 400. The two favorites, of course, Boston – plus 370, Colorado, plus 700, both out. So there you go. The the prohibitive favorites out. Seattle Kraken improved their odds. They were plus 4,000 before. <laughs> Those are their opening odds. Now they're plus 1,600. Uh, and then Panthers, yeah, Florida Panthers, plus 2,200, now down to plus, uh, yeah, plus 1,000. So there you go. Um, so, some big, big movement there. That is the NHL. In the NBA, fucking A, Panther. I, I am not looking forward to this uh, next round because you, you you got the Golden State Warriors versus the LA Lakers. And I, I want neither of these fucking teams to make it to the Western Conference Finals. But one of these teams is going to make it to the Western Conference Finals and it pisses me off. I, it would only 50% piss me off. You know, the, the kind of the running joke is, you know, the entire 20 years that LeBron's been playing, uh, the best team in the NBA has been the Golden State Warriors. Uh, but I mean, I, you and I, we just, I don't know, hate 
is the right word, but there's a strong dislike for LeBron James and the L.A. Lakers. I Listen, I don't make no apologies. I'm rooting against the Lakers. I do not want to see LeBron riding on the coattails of this team that was slapped together at the trade deadline. Of those six games that they played against Memphis, you know how many times LeBron James was the leading scorer for the Lakers? Once. Was it once? Yeah, I was about to say it once. Was once yeah. yeah, one one time. Uh, so this whole LeBron goat shit, I'm getting tired of it. I, I, hell, even if they were to get eliminated, the four-letter network still finds a way to get his dick in their mouths every time they op- open up their mouths. I got to say I'm rooting for Golden State, but maybe they exercise some demons. They picked up a couple wins in Sacramento. That was something that cursed them all season long, winning on the road. And as much as I dislike the Lakers, you kind of have to look at them and say, hey, healthy, this is a pretty fucking good team. But I'm with you, man. I I don't want to see either one of them. And I could probably even say that maybe about the Phoenix Suns, about Phoenix Suns drawn out too. But I don't think we're going to have to worry about the Suns either. I I think I think both those teams are just scary. If if Golden State gets to the Western Conference Finals, they're they're believing in themselves and they're 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 going to push it to another level they're scary what i find scary about the lakers is the point you said that lebron james was the leading scorer once that's scary because that means anthony davis is healthy and anthony davis when healthy is a top five player in this league and it's been it's been a while since we've seen him healthy (laughs) you know we forget we forget that anthony davis used to be one of the best in the league and now he's playing like that and you got that bench. I mean, you got Russell. You get you got Schroeder. You got these guys. Uh, Austin Reeves. <sighs> I just, man, if they start believing in themselves and they they rally around that, I think it's enough to to possibly push themselves to the finals. Now, you you look at that series so far with uh, game two tonight with Phoenix and Denver, and of course uh, Denver took game one, and uh, Jamal Murray looks like playoff Jamal Murray. You remember that guy? Remember remember playoff Jamal Murray from a couple years ago? That guy was scary. That guy was like Jimmy Butler esque in the playoffs a couple of years ago. We'll get to that series in a minute, and and now uh, they're going toe to toe tonight. So I mean, this this should have probably been the Western Conference Finals we wanted to see Denver and Phoenix to decide who's going to go to the championship. But I think similar to the East, we get the the, the teams that we thought were going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals ma- matching up tonight, starting tonight in the second round. So it's going to be something. But yeah, let's let's head over to the East where the Knicks and the Heat played their first game yesterday. No Julius Randle. So Julius Randle did not play, and the Heat took advantage of that. The Heat took game one. However, towards the end of the game, I don't know if you saw this, Jimmy Butler rolled his ankle, and his status for game two is now up in the air. But they did their job, right? They took one in New York. That's what they had to do to win this series, is take the one in New York. But, I mean, without Jimmy Butler, this this, this team is fucked, it seems, because playoff Jimmy is just fucking insane. Uh, and then tonight, of course, starts the Celtics and the Sixers. The big storyline there is Joel Embiid is injured, doubtful for game one tonight. And we've seen that uh, in the line when we get to our sports bets uh, later on in the show. What do you make of the East now, Panther? Um, the injuries, right? This is all about the injuries. I, I, it's kind of hard to get a beat because New York without Randall, I w- you would say no chance. But then maybe it balances out because if Miami doesn't have Butler... And if Philadelphia doesn't get Embiid, they really don't have a chance. So it, it's all about the injuries. It's, regardless of what the seeding was, or Milwaukee number one, I still 
believed that the East was going to go through Boston. And when you're looking at the injuries of the other three teams and a healthy Boston, there's really no reason to change my mind. So here you go. And I'm wondering if this is something that the sports books are banking on and Bede's injury being more significant than not. Let's look at the odds to win the NBA finals, right? The, the, the odds. Uh, the, the least odds are the New York Knicks plus 3,000. You got Miami Heat plus 2,500. Right after that, the Philadelphia 76ers plus 1,200. Lakers plus 1,000. Suns plus 650. Denver plus 600. Golden State plus 550. Boston plus 140. But fucking Sixers plus 1,200? That to me says that the, the Embiid injury might be more serious than I even thought it was going to be. Well, it also factors in that they're going through Boston right now. So they're probably not, you know, that obviously would change if they were to knock off Boston. They would probably be the favorite then against whether it's New York or Miami. Um, it, it is concerning because Philadelphia wrapped up their series fairly quickly. They've been sitting, what, five or six days waiting on the series to start. And it's looking like Embiid is doubtful for this evening. So, yeah, there's there's got to be some concern on whether or not Embiid is going to play in this series at all. They keep saying doubtful and unlikely to play, but every other day, maybe. But this is it's not a good sign. And especially since, you know, they're on the road, they're going to have to get one in Boston. And um, I don't know, maybe this is, they're just going to punt the first one and, and win four of the remaining six. But it's not a good sign for the 76ers at all. No, I don't think so. And Boston, Boston plus 140. They they opened up plus 370, so their their odds have gotten worse. Uh, Suns, Suns' odds have gotten better. They opened up plus 460 at the beginning of this all. Now they are plus 650 because they lost that first game to Denver. Denver. Uh, they opened up plus 1,100 down to plus 600. Uh, the Warriors, though, man, geez, plus 750 down to plus 550. Uh, people aren't down the Warriors, and after that fucking first series against Sacramento, they took some punches to the face, and they, they lost at home, which doesn't happen often. They came back on the road, won a big fucking road game. That is definitely scary for a team that cannot win on the road most of the season. All right, let's take a quick break. And after that break, we've got so much sports betting, it's going to blow your fucking mind in one second. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy insane maybe even a little mad if you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home bet the non-stop action of march madness with my bookie enter bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes of up to twenty-five thousand big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets props and odds boosts whatever your style my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie: you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. 
And we're back. Panther, man, this is a bet the board type of day, right? Not, not because it's a bettable day, just because there's so few fucking games to bet on. <laughs> so few games. You know, it's almost like baseball was tilting their hat to the playoffs and basketball and hockey, and they just didn't do their math or something that, hey, they're down to like their final four in each conference. So, yeah, it's a very, very light day. I've got five total games across the three sports. Where would you like me to start? You're just going to bet the doubleheader for the Mets because that's two out of the five, right? I'm going to bet one of them. All right. We'll get to that in a minute. Let's start in the NBA. That's our, our usual go-to spot. we got two games in the NBA. As I mentioned, it is the Denver Nuggets and the Phoenix Suns. They will be playing off in game two of their series, and it'll be the, the Philadelphia 76ers heading to Boston to take on the Celtics uh, for game one of their series. Panther, let's talk 76ers Celtics. Where are you on that one? I see Boston minus 10. You can also get Philadelphia plus 10 and a half should you want to. You know, I'm probably leaning Boston minus the 10. I This would be a game time call for me with confirmation that Embiid is out. I would probably jump on Boston because that, that's asking way too much out of James Harden uh, without Embiid. I'm leaning Boston, and I suppose if they rule him out officially, it probably will get a lot worse. So a no play, just a lean on the Celtics. Yeah, I am betting this one. I'm going to uh, rip the wrong Band-Aid off here. I'm going to take the 76ers plus 10.5, and and I'll tell you why. Because the Celtics can go up big. The Celtics can go up by 20. The Celtics probably will go up by 20. And then they'll win by 9. That's it. That's that's my statement here. That's the Celtics in a fucking nutshell. This is a chance to fucking stomp on your opponent's throat. And what we've seen from the Celtics so far is they can't do that. So maybe they do it today. Prove me wrong, Boston. Until you until you do, ten dollar bet on the 76ers. Which brings so us to game two. We're on the other game. Yeah. Yep, brings us to game two. Phoenix Suns. I get you plus four and a half on Phoenix or minus four and a half for the Nuggets. You know, the game one really wasn't that competitive. The Nuggets took it to them, and uh, I, I really think they don't have an answer. For Nikola Jokic, the guy can hit threes. He rebounds. He's the best passing big in the entire NBA. He's on the brink of winning his third MVP. Unless they can get foul trouble, I just don't think the Suns. It sounds ludicrous to say they got Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant. They're loaded. They don't have an answer for Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. I think the Nuggets at home take their yeah i i didn't like this one it was close i'm gonna lean phoenix getting the points here i do think denver wins this one i think it's gonna be a little bit closer than last time but yeah i mean uh if if jamal murray keeps doing jamal murray playoff things um gordon's playing well michael porter jr he's playing well um uh caldwell pope he's been there before he's playing pretty pretty good um uh, bruce brown like he's putting up some solid uh minutes off the bench yeah it's a deep team man this is a deep team and and you got guys that are just willing to fucking put it out on the line and 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 you know uh try try to win the game whereas the suns man i mean it's you know it was Devin Booker, right? I mean, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Chris Paul kind of uh, disappeared in that game. Like, he was uh, just a, a non-factor. We'll see if Chris Paul can get it together this one. I, I think it's a closer game. I'll lean the Suns with the points. 
Which now brings us to our lone hockey game of the evening. I will let you know this, Panther, that you can technically still... I'll not get a plus line, but you can get an even line, plus 100, if you want to bet the New York Rangers right now. It looks like the best line you get on the, uh, the Devils is minus 115. Mentioned this before, I've seen the Devils are a road team. Well, they couldn't go on the road and close out the series in Game 6. Goaltending woes. Goaltending in general has been the Devils' uh, Achilles heel in these playoffs so far against the Rangers. Uh, some surprise goaltending from Vanasek this season got them in the position to be one of the top seeds, uh, you know, higher seeds in the East. And now goaltending kind of unraveling. And if you're going to get into a goaltending uh, fight, you don't want to get into a goaltending fight against Igor Shosturkin. That's for fucking sure. Where are you at in this game, Panther? Well, it's that old adage. You can't look like a bitch in front of your home. You can't look like the look like, um, you know, the, the avalanche. You, can't look like the Sacramento Kings. God, did they get bitch slapped by Golden State? I listen. A couple days ago, I think you kind of scoffed at me when I took the Devils at home. Goaltending was up to snuff that game, and they're going to have to do it again. They're at home, relatively line. Maybe you can get me minus one ten, uh, but I'm taking on the Devils to take care of business at home. You know why I'm, I'm going to lean the Devils with you, Panther? Is is they're at home? However. My anticipation is that it's going to be filled with Rangers fans, so it's going to feel like a road game. So it's going to it's going to it's going to twist their psyche to think that they're on the road and then they're going to win. So I'm I'm going to I'm going to lean New Jersey with you. All right, we we uh, talked about Major League Baseball. Two out of the what is it six, seven, eight games, whatever's on the board today. Two of those a feature of the New York Mets because of some rain this weekend. We got fucking hammered with rain like last night. I think it was fucking terrible. And now the Mets get to play two against the Atlanta Braves and probably lose two against the Atlanta Braves. Which one are you on, Panther? Game number one. We're going to put Spencer Strider, my uh, National League Cy Young candidate. He's been up to par so far for the Atlanta Braves. The dude's a strikeout machine. The Mets just aren't hitting, I think, the way that Mets fans had hoped they would. This is a bad matchup for the Mets offense. They should probably even just sit a few of their starters and prep for game two against Charlie Morton. I think the Braves win this one going away. Give me a run line just to give me some kind of mediocre value on Spencer Strider and the Atlanta Braves. All right, minus one and a half pays you minus 150. If you want to go minus two and a half, they get you plus 110. Yeah, we'll just go with the minus 150. All right. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Braves in this one with you. I think I think that I, I joked. I think the Braves going to sweep today. I think they're going to win both games. And then that, that's going to be all she wrote. Um, Mets seem not not great. They're not they're definitely not Pittsburgh Pirates esque. That's for fucking sure. I wish the Pirates were playing today. I really do, because God damn, they are my favorite team to bet on right now. And I'm, I'm saddened. I was saddened to see that they're not playing today. As for the Mets, yeah, they they I'd like to say they just got to get healthy, but even so, like uh, I was not a huge fan of this Mets team going into this year. I joked, I was like, yeah, they spent a lot of money in the offseason. Can't say that they're much better than last year, but they spent a lot of money. Uh, I'd like to say that they made the right decision with Jacob DeGrom once again on the IL. However, you got fucking Justin Verlander, his replacement, on the IL. You got uh, Scherzer still fucking, uh, you know, suspended, so... Yeah, this, this is a shit show for the Mets. I, I think you're probably right here. I'm going to lean the Braves with you. Where else are you at in the majors? We're going to the Bronx. Cleveland going to take their very, very, very Detroit Tiger-esque light-hitting offense 
to the Bronx, take on Domingo, Domingo, German, Germain. We ever decided how to pronounce his name, but it's Domingo on the mound for the Yankees. Cal Quantrill taking the mound for Cleveland. Not very good, not horrible, but in New York and that kitty litter ballpark, he could get into a lot of trouble. I can see the Bombers hitting a lot of bombs in Yankee Stadium. At only minus 130, it just had the smell of something. Yeah. But as you've pointed out, traps really haven't been traps. This one stinks, but I'm taking the Yankees anyway. Big 10 bucks on New York. I, I don't like this Yankees team either. Like I, and, and this is not my typical Mets fan hatred of the Yankees. I don't like how this Yankee team is constructed. I don't think that their offense is anything special. And as, 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 as right now, I don't even know if they can hit many dingers even in the fucking kitty little ballpark that they play in. I think the value is on Cleveland here. I'm not going to bet it here, but plus 118 seems to be a pretty good line for the Guardians. Guardians is not a great team either. But I think they're closer to the Yankees. I honestly do. This version of the Yankees. Maybe the Yankees turn it around and they get better and their offense comes alive. But this version of the Yankees on the field right now versus the Guardians, it's more of an even matchup to me. So I'll lean Cleveland. One more game for me. Philadelphia Phillies are on the road. They're leaving Houston, going to L.A. Take on a subpar Dodger team. The Dodgers will throw Tony Gonsolin his second outing. His first outing was an absolute gem. He gets to go against this pretty tough Philly lineup, who is one day away. Do you see? Do you hear the news? One day away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ring the fucking getting, bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, getting Bryce Harper back. Holy shit, he's only 160 days away from t- his Tommy John surgery. That is some rec- incredible recovery time. But Tawan Walker, another former Met, pitching for the, the Phillies. I don't know. I really don't know what to think about the pitching matchup. I really think it's kind of even. But I do like this Phillies hitting lineup much more than I do the Dodgers. I just don't like this Dodger team the way it's constructed right now. I love this plus line with the Phillies. We'll call it a value play. Ten bucks on the fighting Phils. Yeah, listen, I, get, I hit on a couple of plus lines on the Phillies last week. I felt like they, they were on the verge of turning things around. And I do think they're on the verge of turning things around. They, they're, I mean, you look at the, uh, the NL East right now. I mean, the Braves are only three games up. You know, the Mets are right behind them. The Marlins right there. And I think Philadelphia is only four games. So Philly's shitty start. They're only four games out of first place. And they're about to get their man back. And their offense is playing well. However, I just, I think the Dodgers win this one. It's just too chalky. And this line's been ping-ponging. It opened up minus 155 uh, for the Dodgers. About an hour and a half ago, it got as bad as minus 178. It has leveled off down to 160. And it's still 170 in some books. I'll get you plus 145 on the Phillies, but I'm going to lean the Dodgers here. That will take care of my diamond plays. What do you got? Only one. Only one game of the day for me, and that is the... I'm going to eat some fucking chalk. I'm going to fucking do it. The Giants on the road in Houston. I think Houston gets it done today. Uh, Minus 180, best line I'm going to get for me. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to eat some chalk. Uh, $10 bet on the Astros there too i think isn't it luis garcia pitching for houston they got the better offense they've got the better pitching they're at home um everything to like about houston right here it was just something i don't know what was what it was with this game i'm just not on it so i'll just give you moral support and lean houston 
it's probably the obscene amount of chalk that I have to fucking eat for it. That could be That's it. that is it. All right, let's slap together this parlay. I'm gonna call out to the crowd, whoever's listening. I see we Vaughn and and Will are listening, guys. If you have a play that you want us to include in the parlay, mention it now or forever hold your peace. While I stall for time, Panther, uh, give me your play of the day. I'm gonna take that big. Give me the fighting pills. Bills plus one forty-five. That is Panthers play. I am. I'm gonna have to give to you. Jeez, I didn't bet really much today. I'm definitely not gonna give you the NBA. So you're stuck with the Astros minus one eighty. That's Houston minus one eighty. All right, these guys have not mentioned a play that they want. So let's uh, let's see where's some moral support here. Uh, disagreed with you on that one. Disagreed with you on that one. Let's do. Uh, Jeez, I guess the New Jersey Devils. That's going to be our third play in this fucking parlay. I like it. What What was your play? By uh, Houston minus one eighty is, is my play. Eat that shock. Get that shock. All right. Well, that's our parlay then: the Phillies, the Devils, and the Astros. Put those three together. That's your degenerate parlay for the day. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter, but mostly it's right here in the asylum. Come in here. It's free. Shoot the shit with us. Call us up by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let's know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing today, when it's said, all said and done, kids, that's all. Make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.